You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do the people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Let's get to our guest, Jay Pulaski, founder and principal of TPW Advisory. Jay, the Fed is still talking tough on fighting inflation, but now you have two central banks, the Bank of England buying long-term bonds and the BOJ supporting the yen in there. Uh, It's a sign that central banks are looking at their policies, uh, reassessing perhaps, but at least in public, not the Fed. You know, I think that's right, Brian. And uh, we've been talking for some time about the desynchronized nature, not only of monetary policy, where you have the Fed and the ECB raising aggressively, the BOJ standing pat and the PBOC of China uh, cutting rates. But also you see the same uh, in terms of uh, the growth profile around the world. U.S., Europe slowing, uh, Asia picking up. And um, I think that's really what markets are hopefully starting to focus on. The U.K., I think, is kind of a specific example um, unto itself. And uh, obviously, they've got themselves in what we have been calling a little bit of a tempest in a teapot. <laughs> I think other people would not be quite so diplomatic, Jay. Uh, it's certainly they've been accused of uh, financial, let's say, negligence by some uh, commentators out there. But uh, the thing is, the markets were sending a, a signal to the administration, but uh, the government seems not to be listening. Well, I mean, I think the Bank of England, uh, let's remember, is an independent uh, entity, and I think it has heard the markets and uh, has stepped in. And I think they have to, because the real issue here, Rasad, as I as I see it, is that raising uh, rates spiking as they have, dramatic, uh, unparalleled rate spikes, uh, really um, means that when uh, a huge amount of British mortgages, which tend to be fixed rate and short term, come to be refinanced in the next several quarters, the peak in that refinancing cycle for uh, UK mortgages is literally in the next several quarters. It is going to create massive pain, uh, huge issues regarding uh, consumption. And that's really the risk that I think the BOE uh, recognizes and is focused on trying to avoid. The administration, as you point out, um, either didn't think this through 
or thought it through and didn't think the markets would react as they uh, have. Well, you get these unintended consequences for sure whenever you have extreme policy. Um, we, we know there's a big difference between financial market volatility and financial system instability. And this is the line that these central banks have to walk. Are we getting close to the latter there, financial system instability? You know, and that's what some, that's what, as you say, people are worried about. I mean, look, markets hate uncertainty and there's just tons of uncertainty, uh, you know, wherever you uh, want to turn your head uh, across assets, across regions, et cetera. I personally, uh, and we at TPW Advisory, do not see systemic risks, certainly not. Uh, in the UK. Uh, it just, you know, we talked a little bit about the Bank of England, and of course, it's probably not got any systemic effect outside of uh, the UK. But, you know, when we, how, how do you think the Fed, and what sort of prism did the Fed look at what was going on? Well, I mean, I think the Fed is clearly focused on uh, the US and US inflation. And uh, look, it's been right to extrapolate uh, uh, over the last several months higher inflation. Uh, in more aggressive Fed. And uh, we at TBW Advisory think we're at the turn and that it's no longer right to extrapolate. We're looking for a 50 basis point hike in November, expecting better inflation data uh, in between now and then. And that should lead to a peak in the dollar. And as that dollar rolls over, that opens up a lot of opportunities, you were just suggesting, in the, <clears throat> excuse me, in the commodity and um, emerging market equity space in particular. So I mentioned unintended consequences. Um, you know, one day there's no problem with the plumbing. Then the next day you have a mess. Uh, right now, the Fed, and I think you agreed, uh, there isn't really a situation in the United States where you have financial system instability. But can it develop very quickly? No, I don't think so, Brian. Um, look, one of the things that really differentiates the current environment from 08 or 01 is that if you look across the consumer if you look across corporates, if you look across banks, um, everyone is in pretty good financial shape, right? All uh, have money in their pocket, money on their books. And so they're really, you look at high yield. Credit is not suggesting there's any major problem uh, coming out. And yet you can get 9% yield on U.S. Uh, high yield at this point. So when you look at things like credit, that doesn't suggest any real uh, concern about Jay. risk. When you look at banks, same thing. Yes. Jay, I, I beg to differ. Looking at uh, the Treasury yield curve and looking at that inversion, that is telling you something. Well, we actually uh, prefer to look, uh, Rashad, at the three-month, 10-year uh, uh, yield curve. which We think it has better uh, predictive power than the two-year, 10-year, which is more popular. And the three-month, 10-year is still uh, 40 to 50 basis points wide. I mean, I think where there is concern uh, is in the uh, really aggressive move in real yields, real yields right now are for the 10 year about 1.4%. They were pressing 1.6% over the last few days. That level is a level where typically uh, the Fed needs to pay attention because real, you know, paying inflation adjusted rates uh, of that magnitude are uh, significant. The other yeah. point I would make is that the markets and consumers are not worried about unanchored inflation expectations. Inflation expectations, rather, seem extraordinarily well anchored. And so the market believes the Fed will be successful. And you're now at a point where the market and the Fed, after the last couple of weeks, have agreed that we're probably going to have a terminal rate 
somewhere around four, four and a half percent. Four and a half. And yeah. so you have to get much more aggressive than that, we, I think, to really yeah. shock the market at this point. You can see a lot of really abrupt moves, though, and sometimes this Absolutely. happens because of, of normal reasons. For instance, you had negative rates in, in a lot of Europe for a long time, and those buyers there, they, they bought a lot of corporate bonds in the United States, and they bought a lot of high yield. Now, there's a cash crunch. They need the money. A lot of uh, countries, participants, um, citizens need the money, and that money can rush out very fast. That could mean that you know yields get very unstable at some point. It, it's the type of thing that could happen quickly. I, I guess you think it's we don't see it at the moment. Well, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, look, the volatility in the fixed income market is off the charts, right? If you look at the move index for U.S. Treasuries, the VIX for fixed income, it's at, at record levels, and that's driven in large part by the illiquidity in the Treasury market, which is the world's most liquid uh, financial market. It's approaching record illiquidity levels. So illiquidity leads to volatility, which leads to potential risk of things breaking. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, well put. Well put. Jay, thank you so much for joining us. Jay uh, Pilowski there. He's the founder and principal of a TPW Advisory, getting his take on uh, these uh, dramatic market moves. This is Bloomberg. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.